Elements is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 410639. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to Better Money with Elements Financial. I'm your host, Miranda Finley. I'm a certified financial wellness professional who's worked with thousands of people in all walks of life, and I'm also a real person with real financial experiences. I'll chat from both personal and professional viewpoints to help make your money better. In our previous episode, Home Buying Basics, we heard from both a mortgage and real estate expert on how to navigate this fast-paced and sometimes intimidating market we're experiencing. With some shifts in the market, there's good news for existing homeowners. Home values are up. According to Black Knight's Mortgage Monitor data, home equity in the United States is at an all-time record high, with the average mortgage holder now owning $185,000 in accessible home equity. That figure increased by 35% in 2021 alone, fueled by a similarly rapid increase in house valuations. This is the fastest rate at which average U.S. home equity has ever grown more than twice the rate of 2020, the previous high. Today, we're going to chat with Julie Bowring, Elements Vice President and Director of Mortgage Lending, on what having an increased home value and potentially equity available means for you. She manages our award-winning mortgage team and the team that works with all of our home equity products. Hi, Julie. Thanks for being here. Hi, Miranda. Thanks for having me today. I think a great first place to start is what equity is. So can you kind of walk our listeners through what equity is, um, and what it means for them. Absolutely. So equity is really determined by what you owe on any mortgage balances on your home and what the current market value is. So if we take that value, subtract off your first mortgage, um, which is actually referred to as your primary mortgage, and then if you happen to have another home equity line or home equity loan, we would also subtract that as well. Um, And the difference then being the equity that you have available to you. And I like to refer to that as lendable equity. Now, Julie, I know that there's a lot of information out there in the differences between renting and owning and how to walk through that decision-making process. And can you let us know some of those differences and why it might be more beneficial to own and how equity plays into that? Absolutely. So just thinking back along the last 25 years of my career, you know, I've always um, taken a lot of pride in helping people achieve home ownership. Every month that you're making a mortgage payment, you're owning just a little bit more of that house and you're building up equity. So, you know, there have been points in my life, you know, we talk about personal experiences, but I remember when I was a single mom um, with a small child, it made sense for me to rent. But then I got to a point into my life where it was like, okay, I actually need to get back into home ownership. So it really just depends on those life circumstances that happen. But anytime we here at Elements can help members achieve home ownership and build up wealth or build up financial security through home ownership, that is absolutely what we want to do, Miranda. Yeah, it's such a huge accomplishment um, to own a home. And it's a part of the traditional American dream, right? So kind of all what we're shooting for. I know a few other reasons that people might choose to rent are if, if they're not sure that they want to be in the area that they're in for very long. Or right now in the market, you might just need to sit back a little bit and wait to see how much you have saved, right? So getting into homes can be intimidating. Getting that down payment saved can be intimidating to do, and it may take a little bit of time. So if you're in that position, that's absolutely fine. But getting to the point where we can own and build that equity for ourselves to build wealth eventually is um, a great goal. So if you do have equity in your home, that difference that we talked about between the amount you owe and the amount the, the market says that your home is valued at, 
how are you going to reach that equity? So there's a couple of different ways that you can tap into your home equity. Um, we offer here at Elements a couple of different products. Um, today, we're really going to focus on talking about a home equity line of credit and what that means as far as tapping into your lendable equity. But we do offer home equity loans too. And sometimes it makes sense to take advantage of those. You know, for example, um, if you know you're going to need a fixed amount in a lump sum um, and, and it, you know that you're just going to need it one time. So a couple of years ago, my husband and I took advantage of a home equity loan. Uh, we were adding on to um, a garage that we had and we knew that we had a set fixed amount for that project. So we went ahead and took advantage of tapping into our equity through a home equity loan. Personally, I really believe in having a home equity line of credit. It just gives you so much flexibility when it comes to having that ability to tap into those funds whenever you need to. With those features, you know, we're talking about a variable interest rate. Really, that depends on a couple of different factors, um, such as how much you're borrowing and what the terms are as far as credit and, and some other factors. But really, once we open that line of credit for you, you know, it has a 10-year revolving period, which is nice. So, and one of the great things is as you tap into that home equity line for projects or different things, as you pay that line back, that money becomes available to you again. Whereas with a home equity loan, once you tap into those funds and you utilize them, you can't really tap back into them. So just another reason to really think about um, having a home equity line of credit. Yeah, I like to think about that equity in your home and um, the function of a home equity line of credit. It allows you to tap into a savings account that you have in your home. So I like to think about that equity as a savings account that's sitting in my home that is wealth that I've already achieved. And the home equity line of credit allows me to kind of tap into that and, and use those funds for my benefit if I needed to. And interesting you say that, Miranda, because I usually refer to that when I'm talking to members about tapping into like their savings. I'm like, that equity actually is your asset. It's your savings and you have the ability to tap into that if you need to do so. Great minds think alike. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so if we are looking to determine how much equity we may have in our home, how are we going to do that? So that's a great question and one that I get frequently. So once uh, uh, one of our members makes an application with us here at Elements, the, one of the very first things we do is determine the value. And we do that by pulling what's called an automated valuation model or what we refer to as an AVM. That's the quickest, easiest way for us to begin the process of determining value. You know, Miranda, I think it's a myth out there. A lot of people think or assume that you have to have a full appraisal uh, completed. And, you know, there are some scenarios where maybe that makes sense or maybe we have to go that route. Um, but typically, we want to make it as quick and easy as possible and help determine that value and that equity right away. So in most cases, we get a hit um, or we get the value that we need to move forward with the obligation and the request. And some of those increase in values we've experienced lately have made this more available and easier for people to get. Um, so we've seen that with the increase in value in your home, um, it may be easier to drop private mortgage insurance. Um, and then to be able to get this line of credit, um, you know, equity that you didn't have a couple of years ago, you might find that you have now through some of these tools like the ABM. And I know that our product looks a little different than it might look other places. So can you tell us about how much people may be able to borrow of the equity that they have in their home? That's a great question. And one of the things I love about being here at Elements when, I, when it comes to helping our members is we have the ability to go up to 100% and loan you 100% of your lendable equity. 
So a lot of uh, lenders out there won't take on that kind of risk. But here at Elements, you know, we want to make sure we're doing the best for our members and positioning them well, should they ever need to tap into 100% of that equity. Yeah. And, and speaking about um, doing right by our members and transparency, what are the costs associated with this? I always like to be upfront about this. Yeah. So here at Elements, we do not charge anything to set up the home equity line of credit. Love that. So there's no, I know, right? Like there's a lot of places that will charge or maybe have a annual fee. Yes. Yes. Or they'll charge uh, someone if they close out the line of credit within so many years. We don't do any of those things here. So uh, unless you're in a state, um, because we do actually lend in all 50 states, which is another benefit about being here with us at Elements. Um, but unless you have some state-specific fees, there would be no cost to you for setting up the home equity line of credit. And for our primary member base that is situated in Indiana, there are none of those state-specific fees, correct? You are correct. No fees As here of in right Indiana. now in 2022. You are right. Good ad. <laughs> In that name of transparency and making sure we do right by our members, there are a few things that we would like you to consider if you're thinking about tapping into the equity in your home. So especially because the market looks a little different right now than it has um, for the past couple of years, what's something that you're seeing right now that you want people to be aware of, Julie? Ooh, so that is a great question, Miranda. One of the things that I think about, even in my own personal situation is, okay, I have this great value on my home right now. What will it be six months from now? 12 months from now, two years from now. So in just thinking about that, I always encourage our members, maybe we leave about 10% of that equity alone. So maybe we go up to 90% of the lendable equity and we stop there just to give ourselves a little bit of cushion in case values drop or in case uh, a member decides to sell their homes, so they've got a little bit of that equity freed up and not necessarily tied up in a home equity line of credit. So really just being mindful of that. I'm not using it for everyday purchases. You know, thinking about the fact that, oh, I might be tied on cash flow this month because I had a medical expense come up or we're getting ready to go back to school. Hard to believe, but that's happening soon. So lots of expenses with going back to school, kids' clothes, sporting activities. Maybe cash flow becomes tight and you're like, oh, I've got that home equity line of credit. You always want to ask yourself, does it really make sense? Do I really have to tap into that home equity line of credit? Or can maybe I just look at maybe how I'm spending my money right now and tighten up in a few other areas? Exactly. We talked a lot about um, that in our debt episode. So evaluating the difference between wants and needs in our life, which is becoming even more important with the inflation and, and rising cost of goods that we're currently seeing, is that we make sure that what we're spending, as long as our needs are covered, it's fine to spend extra on those wants, right? But if we get to the point where we're having a hard time covering those necessities because of the wants that we're still spending on, then it's time to reanalyze a little bit. And so in this scenario, using that line of credit for wants when we don't have the cash to support those purchases on the back end or a solid plan on how to pay that off in the near future, um, which I know making a plan is, is really important with something like this because Interest-only payments come due for that 10-year revolving period, correct? Yes. So that makes it really nice and flexible. So if you do have a month like the month of December or a month you go on vacation as a family and you have more costs, that you can take the benefit of paying that interest-only payment. But for those other months, you should really create a plan and maybe paying additional towards the principal of that line of credit so you're not carrying that balance forever and paying interest on, um, on more than what you have to, right? 
Yeah, I completely agree. You know, my husband and I have a home equity line of credit, um, as I mentioned. And, you know, the one thing that I make sure that we do, because I'm the one that runs the household finances, is we get billed for interest only. That's one of the great things about having a home equity line of credit with Elements. Um, But it's also something you need to be cognizant of as far as making sure you're making those principal payments down. You know, what I do is I take a chunk of every paycheck and I put it down on the home equity line if I've had to utilize funds for something. So yeah, and I know that we make that pretty easy to do here at Elements. So my husband and I also have uh, an Elements home equity line of credit and we chose to use it for some upgrades on a renovation. So baseline things that would have been covered in the general renovation um, if we needed to upgrade or wanted to upgrade those things. So from basic countertops to quartz countertops or something like that, we chose to put that on our home equity line of credit. And monthly, we have set up an automatic payment that is above and beyond that interest only payment to go towards that because we agreed that if we were going to do that, we want to pay it off in X amount of time. So we kind of did the math on that to pay it off in that amount of time we needed to pay an additional amount each month. So pretty easy to set up those pre-authorized transfer um, payments on those lines of credit. And then, you know, next I want to caution you that if you're someone who has been working on your emergency savings and you don't quite have that three to six months of expenses set aside just yet, you know, it, it can take a bit of time to get there and it can be intimidating to, to reach that amount. So if you don't have that emergency savings set aside, this can be a great plan B for you. So to have that equity set aside, you know, and if you don't need it, you don't have to use it. But to have that there in the event that for whatever reason, you did have a large expense come up. So that's going to transition us into all of the exciting things that we can use a home equity line of credit for. So there are some pretty unique experiences that we've worked through at Elements for our members. What are some other large expenses you've seen, Julie? So I think this year has been the year of, you know, inventory's been down, demand is high for a new house. So a lot of our members are taking advantage of either opening up a home equity line of credit for the first time or even doing an increase because of the values and where they're at today. But I see it all when it comes to what can we use a home equity line of credit for. So some of the more common reasons are debt consolidation. So Are there those other credit card balances out there that maybe are at even higher interest rates uh, than what a home equity line of credit would be at? The fact that your home equity line of credit is secured with your home as collateral honestly gives you the best rates and terms possible when it comes to, you know, having the ability to tap into a tool for cash flow or whatever the reason is. So debt consolidation. Uh, large unexpected expenses. So when was it? Maybe about three years ago. It was December and we uh, had an unexpected home situation. Our well actually went out. So we live out in the country and, you know, it hadn't been that long before where, you know, we had some work done in the well and we thought everything was good, but we actually had to put a brand new well in. That is very costly and it was very unexpected. So I know we were grateful for the fact that we already had the home equity line of credit set up so that we were able to tap into that to, you know, pay the company that put the new well in. Yeah. And what I love about that is, you know, maybe you had the cash to back that, you know, that expense, but it buys you a little bit of time, right? So, you know, you have the equity that you can lean on and then you can kind of figure out whether you want to deplete your, your liquid funds to pay that off. You can do it a little bit at a time to kind of um, temper that that decrease in, in funds that you're going to have. 
Uh, I know supplementing loss of income is another huge reason that people will use this. So a job loss, if your partner, um, you know, knock on wood, if your partner's passed away, things like that, that help you stay afloat during those times, you know, because life happens. It's not a matter of if it happens, it's when it happens. So having something to kind of support you. And then I know after life expenses is, is another one of those things. Um, you know, coming face to face with our mortality is something that's always tough to do. And in the event that, you know, your loved one doesn't have, uh, an estate plan or after life expenses that have already been prepaid, this is a great option to help cover those. And I know that we've seen that a few times as well. Yes, I actually personally, uh, had lost a family member and they didn't have an estate plan. And I ended up having to get their property ready to sell. We tapped into the home equity line of credit to make some improvements to that home to get it ready to sell. Just when you think about a home equity line of credit and when is the best time to take it out, I always tell everyone it's when you don't need it because you just never know what life circumstances are going to happen. So I'm a big, big believer that I know you are Miranda too, because I know we've done some presentations together and we've worked together for a long time. So I know that we're on the same page where that's concerned. Yes, absolutely. Get it before you need it and have it there. What I love about it is you don't pay for it unless you use it. And even then, like you mentioned previously, it is one of the cheapest ways to borrow, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially when you're comparing it to other lines of credit, like credit cards that are going to be more in the 16% or higher range average in the United States. Switching gears to maybe something a little bit more exciting, you can use it for fun things like travel. <laughs> um, so if you're planning a family trip, I know that my husband and I are planning a trip to Disney with my nephews and niece and my sister's family coming up in October. And Lord, oh my goodness, it is so expensive to go to Disney. And I know it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience. Like I can, you know, I can come to terms with all of that. But if you're planning something that is going to be um, a once in a lifetime experience for you and your family, um, or if you would like to help cash flow with some of those trips that you take annually, Um, Again, with the thought process that we're going to create a plan to pay it off and maybe not carry those balances for longer than we have to, um, but it can be a great tool to use for that. Um, Also for weddings. I know that um, you have experience with this, right, Julie? Yes, absolutely. So I remember back um, when I got married in 1996, that ages me maybe just a little bit, but my parents were trying to figure out a way to pay for the wedding. And you know, there were a couple of different options available at the time. You know, they considered my dad taking out a 401k loan, you know, because not only was I in college, but I have a younger brother and he was in college too. But they actually had equity available and decided that that was going to be the best route to pay for the wedding. So um, that is what they did. But even, you know, one of the things that is actually one of the more general uses too, which you said you can do fun things, right? Mm-hmm. Upgrading and making improvements to your home. That's got to be one of the most popular reasons that our members decide to take out a home equity line of credit. Because not only are you making that home the way you want it to be and, you know, maybe upgrading those kitchen cabinets or remodeling a bathroom, but you are potentially putting equity or value, I should say, really, back into things. So that those type of improvements may actually result in an even higher increase in your value, depending really on what you're going to be doing, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about market value, but then also value to you personally. So I know a lot of people have switched from an in-person environment, um, working to a hybrid environment or working from home. So adding home offices, that makes sense for you. Um, Organizing and, and making your home serve you, putting in pools so that you don't have to go out and spend money 
um, or feel like you need to splurge on a large vacation because you have a little bit of a retreat at home. All of those things can add value to you, but then also potentially add value to the sale of your home or tapping into additional equity down the line. Um, so, you know, it all comes full circle, right? Um, tuition is another huge thing that I see people using this for. So college education, it's no la or, you know, no secret that it can be very expensive. And I know that um, when I talk to um, parents and, and potential students um, that are looking at higher education, the stress I can literally see on their shoulders is always present. And then having that stress year after year as a student makes their way through school can be really intimidating. So what I love about the home equity line of credit is that it allows you to have a, a guaranteed option. So you can apply for those scholarships, you can apply for those grants, but if your book expenses fluctuate, if your program is more expensive because you change majors, you know, whatever it may be, you have that there to kind of draw on if you need to as your child makes it through school or as you make it through school if you're um, pursuing higher education. Yeah, glad you mentioned that. We actually have two of our kids that are in college at the same time. So my husband and I, we we always like... For the listeners, I can see the stress on her shoulders. <laughs> we have his and hers daughters. So we each have 21-year-old daughters. And, you know, they're both in... Uh, one's in a four-year program and the other one's in a six-year program. So my daughter is a, a pharmacy student at Purdue. So we actually had to start paying graduate-level tuition year th- years three through six. That was not something we were prepared for. Now, we were very fortunate that when she was younger, we started putting money in a way in a 529. But because of those uh, differences in the tuition costs, um, just the increase with inflation, right, with living expenses, because it's not only the tuition and the rent or the dorm, it's also food money, utility money. All of those things have gone up, um, plus the addition of a, another two years on top of uh, what we had prepared for. So you know, again, we've got that home equity line of credit if in case we need it for those college expenses. So, but we'll be glad when the day comes when they're both done. <laughs> I can only imagine. Happy for both of them. Yeah. Uh, we've talked a little bit about how it can help you with your cash flow and cash flowing those larger expenses. But what are some other unique ways that you've seen um, the home equity line of credit used for cash flow? Yeah. So when we talk about cash flow, the first thing that comes to my mind is self, being self-employed or having your own business. So especially if you have a seasonal business, such as being a landscaper um, or doing snow removal or anything like that to where your cash flow monthly can ebb and flow. So maybe you're bringing the majority of your income in throughout the sum, spring and summer months. Um, then having that home equity line of credit to be able to tap into those months where maybe the cash flow isn't as great or or it comes to a standstill. And then when you're back in those months where the cash flow is really coming in, then you can take those funds and pay down on the home equity line of credit if you've had to borrow against it. That's one of the other popular reasons I see um, our members taking advantage of that in terms of cash flow. I know it can even be helpful for commissioned employees. Oh, yes. So if you rely on 100% sales commission, not every month is great. And sometimes your industry ebbs and flows. And with those ebbs and flows, if you haven't made a plan or if you don't have a backup plan like a home equity line of credit, 
it can be really difficult to make it month to month and kind of make it through those things, which is why sales can be so great, but also extremely difficult at times. Family expansion is another really exciting way that you can use this. Um, so whatever way you might be looking at growing your family, we've had members use this to add to their family. Um, and make their family complete, which is just so exciting and heartwarming. Um, purchasing an older vehicle is experience that I have. So a few years ago um, on our primary property, it's now our rental property. My husband refinanced it and I urged him to get a home equity line of credit to be able to tap into that equity when he refinanced. And because of that, when he started looking at trucks, we had a lot more flexibility. So he found a truck that was really nice, but older than 10 model years which is typically how long um, institutions will finance a vehicle as a vehicle loan. Um, and so we were looking at financing it as a personal loan, which is a higher interest rate. And so he was able to put that on the home equity line of credit for a much lower you know, annual percentage rate than what he would have got if he would have financed it as a vehicle and then made you know, the monthly payments um, to pay it off in that time frame, you know, three, four years that he would have paid it off in, uh, in a vehicle loan. RVs, travel trailers, boats, all of these things can come with a little bit higher interest rates or a lot of specifications on um, how you can get those loans or what your RV or, you know, boat needs to, you know, how new it needs to be, how many miles are on it, things like that. And so if you want to skip all of that, then putting it on your home equity line of credit is a good way to do that. Um, and then investing. I know this is a big one that we see, um, especially lately. Yes, we do have a fair amount of members that have wanted to take advantage of tapping into their equity to maybe buy another home. So really where we see that at is, hey, maybe I need some additional funds to put a down payment on a second home or a vacation home. Or maybe, you know, the member is starting to dabble into the rental property side, right? So having the funds to be able to put those down payments down or sometimes even just buy those homes outright. Um, the one thing that we also get requests for is tapping into the equity to buy a new primary residence. And we do have a great program for that called a swing loan or a bridge loan. It works just a little bit differently than the home equity line of credit, but allows you to what we call bridge the gap between the home that you live in today and getting into the new home that you're purchasing without necessarily having to move and sell your current home first. So as Julie mentioned, it's always better to have it available and not need it than to need it and not have access to that money you have sitting available in your home. So we saw this a lot in the financial crisis of 2007, 2008, where people had quite a bit of equity available but didn't have means to access it because they had experienced some circumstances, maybe like job loss that didn't qualify for them um, to qualify for a new equity line of credit at the time. As we mentioned, it's a fantastic backup plan. Um, it can be uh, considerable at giving you peace of mind to have an option that is a low cost way to borrow money if and when you needed to. And again, you don't have to pay for it unless you use it. So our goal at Elements is to empower you to achieve financial success. And we work with that end goal in mind. So we've helped members through this process to grow their families, make their houses into homes and share experience with loved ones and so much more. I wanted to thank you so much for being here today, Julie, and sharing so many um, important stories and how this product can really make a difference in our members' lives. And thank you listeners for joining us on Better Money with Elements Financial as we talked about how to make your equity work for you. We hope you were able to take something away from this to make your money better. 
Find more episodes at elements.org slash better money on Spotify or Apple podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review. As always, reach out to us at bettermoney at elements.org with questions. We'll see you next time. Thank you.